Hey everybody and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. Thanks for joining me today as we end this week in this incredible passage where we have an interaction between Jesus and his disciples. And we actually have some things that are said that that oftentimes lead us to ask some questions and try to sort through what is what is it Jesus is talking about here. And I think that we can uh, provide some help and some clarity and also some encouragement for those who are in Christ now as we, uh, as we follow the Lord and as we read the scriptures. And so today's passage is John chapter 20, verses 22 and 23. The text reads, it says, And when he, Jesus, had said this, he breathed on them. And he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now, there's a, a few different things in this text that leave us pausing and saying, help me understand this, right? The first is, Jesus says, receive the Holy Spirit. And he even breathes upon them. And, and oftentimes we'll read this, we'll say, well, did he just breathe the Holy Spirit into them? But that's actually not what's happening here. This is, uh, I think, more in line with Jesus' promise that the Holy Spirit would in fact come after his glorification. This is what we see in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, and what Jesus promises in Acts chapter 2, or chapter 1, verse 8. And so what we have here is Jesus, he's continuing with his promise, and he's building the expectation that they, in fact, when he has departed fully, when he has ascended, the disciples will in fact receive the Holy Spirit. They will be filled with the Spirit of God. The, the Spirit of God will come and dwell within the disciples. Now, understanding that happening really is understanding this is the new reality of the church. The church is the people of God dwelt by the Spirit of God because they have trusted in the Son of God as the Savior. And so this is a this is a command slash promise being given. Receive the Holy Spirit. When it's time, the Spirit will come. You will receive it. Now, verse 23. As those who are expected to have the Spirit of God within them. It says, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. But if you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now, Again, does this mean that Jesus is just kind of giving uh, the disciples and us, by extension, a blank check? So we walk through the through the the world and we see someone sinning. And we're like, "Hey, you're forgiven of that sin," but they don't trust in Christ. They don't have repentance and faith. They they're just like doing their thing. We're like, "Well, you know, I kind of like you, so you're forgiven." But then we we see someone else and we're like, "You know, this is someone who maybe has trusted in Christ, but you know, we just don't really like them a whole lot." In fact, they annoy us. And, and uh, <clears throat> so because of that, we look at them and say, you were not forgiven of your sins. Is that the kind of power that believers are meant to have? Well, likely not based on everything else we read in scripture. Jesus actually talks about this in Matthew chapter 16 and chapter 18 when he talks about binding and loosing. And this is really the idea of pronouncing a uh, judgment based upon a specific situation. But really, the idea here is not that believers are able to forgive uh, based on whatever their feeling is in the moment and then not forgive based on other feelings. Rather, Jesus is speaking to specifically these leaders here, the disciples, but really to Christians as a whole, that the church now is the, the entity that issues judgment concerning those who are living a life and they say, I've repented 
or yeah, I've trusted in Jesus, right? The church is really the the uh, the ruling body that gives judgment over these situations. And this might sound kind of heavy and, and big, but, but here's what we mean. If someone comes to your church and they're, you know, on the weekends, they're just recklessly partying and they're giving themselves to every desire of the flesh and they come occasionally to church and they say, you know, I've trusted in Jesus and, and there is no desire of change. There's no real difference in their life. They just continue to live this, this dual life. Well, the church, specifically the leaders, come to a spot where they say to this person, I, I don't think you've actually trusted in Christ. This would be someone who, if they were to apply to become a member of a church and want to say, I want to be a member of the church, the church would say, well, you're, you're probably not in Christ because you have no fruit, no externals that show any kind of uh, internal change and in desire. Now, another example. Let's say someone comes to your church and they have uh, trusted in Christ, but they have an addiction and uh, to some drugs, right? And uh, they they hate the drugs and they hate that they do it. And they, they keep coming to church and their, their conscience is just overcome with grief as they're coming over and over again saying, like, I fell again or I've had a few good weeks, but then I... I, I ended up in temptation again and they're they're hating themselves for it and they're they're so repentant and they want change and it's just this massive struggle. Well the church in that moment probably doesn't look at them and say, I don't think you're actually saved. You're you're probably just uh you know not saved at all. No, the the church in that moment they rule, they issue a judgment, they they practice discernment. They say, listen brother or sister, we see your struggle. We see your sincere faith and we are here for you to support you and care for you and walk with you. And you might fall again, but even when you fall, we're going to continue to be here for you, leading you to continue to grow in Christ. These are both complicated situations. And ultimately, this is likely the idea Jesus has in mind. He says the church as those who have the spirit dwelling in them are those who make this this call on, you know, you're actually probably, you're forgiven. You have trusted in Jesus in his death and resurrection. You are living to please him imperfectly versus, I don't know if you're forgiven. It seems like you have no real desire to follow Jesus. You want forgiveness, but you don't want to live for Christ in any way. There seems to be no new heart, no new creation within you. How do we make these decisions? Well, it's the church. It's the church that disciples people and walks with them and in, in specific situations makes these, these rulings where we say, listen, you probably are not in Christ. It is time for you to actually trust in Christ and here's what that means. Or you are in Christ and you're struggling, but keep trusting in Christ and keep looking to him as your savior. And this is, these are Jesus' words. Receive the Holy Spirit. Be those who, when the Spirit comes, you are indwelled with Him. And then be those who are, by the power of the Holy Spirit, with the discernment from the Word of God, makes these, these judgment calls in specific situations as you minister to people in need. This is kind of heavy, but what a wonderful promise that Jesus will not only send His Spirit, which He has, but then that spirit will work in the church to disciple people well and accurately. And this is what we are called to walk in, and this is our ancient way for our modern day.